1: Hello, Canada, and hockey fans in the United States and New It's behind the Maple Leaf Nets. Detroit's crowding them. Dr. Boyle at the blue line. He takes a shot, rolls one in front, and Kennedy intercepted and shoots it away. I'm not going to do my usual spiel that I say at the beginning of most episodes. I'm going to be talking a bit about something a bit more personal, and it relates to my puppy, Boris. Over the past month, I've noticed that his breathing has become a bit different. It's raspy, he's a bit out of breath more, and he tends to hack up his food a bit more while eating. So I took him to the vet, and I found that he has a uh, condition called laryngeal paralysis, which is the first stage of a neurological disease that's similar to ALS in humans. but Thankfully, that's slow moving and it's not really a concern until well down the road. But what is a concern now is the paralysis. And this is caused when the abductor muscles in the larynx are not working properly and they're not expanding and opening for a deep breath. And so it's not a horrible condition initially, but it does mean that generally he would have one to three years left. Um, Or in some cases, in more extreme cases, dogs only have a few months so I'm looking to raise some money for his surgery. It costs five thousand dollars, which is not cheap, and well beyond what I can afford. So I've organized a GoFundMe. You don't have to to donate if you can even just share it. I would appreciate it. I just would like to get a few extra years with my dog. A bit of cool news: my other podcast, Canadian History X, is up for a Canada Podcasting Award in the category of Society and Culture. So, to vote, you need to be a podcaster. So, if you are a podcaster and you enjoy my shows, I would truly appreciate it if you could give me a vote. The link to vote will be in my show notes. And thanks again. It is the greatest trophy in sports, at least in my humble opinion. It is the Stanley Cup, something every budding hockey player hopes to one day hold. Today, teams spend millions of dollars for the chance to win the Stanley Cup, but back in 1893, it was a simple fruit bowl. In this episode, I'm going to look at the first ever Stanley Cup series, held in 1894. The first Stanley Cup series begins with the man himself, Lord Stanley of Preston, the Governor General of Canada. On my podcast, From John to Justin, I actually looked at his entire life so if you're interested, check it out. Stanley had first seen hockey at the 1889 Winter Carnival in Montreal. The Montreal Gazette reported that he, quote, expressed his great delight with the game of hockey and the expertise of the players. End quote. Stanley decided to donate a silver bowl that was initially known as the Dominion Hockey Challenge Cup, which would be awarded to the best amateur hockey club in Canada. On March 18, 1892, Stanley sent the following message to the three-time champion Ottawa Hockey Club, who were celebrating at Russell House Hotel in Ottawa, stating, quote, I have for some time been thinking that it would be a good thing if there were a Challenge Cup, which should be held from year to year by the champion hockey team in the Dominion of Canada. There does not appear to be any such outward sign of a championship at present, and considering the general interest which matches now elicit, and the importance of having the game played fairly and under rules generally recognized, I am willing to give a cup which shall be held from year to year by the winning team. Quote. The cost of the decorative punch bowl would be $48 or about $1,400 today. He then had the words Dominion Hockey Challenge Cup engraved on the outside rim with from Stanley of Preston. I actually got to see the actual original Punch Bowl Stanley Cup when I went to the Hockey Hall of Fame last week in Toronto. I actually put up a TikTok of my visit to Toronto, so if you want to check it out, my username is CDN History EHX. On May first, eighteen ninety-three, the name Stanley Cup was first used in an article by the Ottawa Journal, which stated in bold letters as the headline, "The Stanley Cup." It reported, "Quote." The governor general, in accordance with a promise made last year, has given a hockey challenge cup to be held from year to year by the winning team in the Dominion. The first team to win the Stanley Cup were the Montreal Hockey Club, who earned the cup on March 17, 1893, as they were the AHAC champions. No official series was played for the Stanley Cup; that would come a year later. The team that year was led by Tom Patton, who had joined the team when it was formed in 1885. Today he is considered to be the best goaltender of that early era and someone who would have won the Vezina Trophy. In 1890 and 1891 he was undefeated and after Montreal won the Stanley Cup in 1893 he retired as a player and became the first goalie to retire from Stanley Cup hockey competition as a champion. And while it's hard to rate statistics from that time he played 41 games in his career finishing with 34 wins, 6 losses and 1 tie. He also had six shutouts and a goals against average
0: of 1.61. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block.
1: It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Adidas. Despite winning the Stanley Cup, the Montreal Hockey Club was not actually given possession of the cup until almost a year later. The Montreal Gazette reported on February 23rd, 1894, quote, The trustees of the Stanley Hockey Challenge Cup learn that, through an accidental misunderstanding, the cup has not come into the possession of the Montreal Hockey Club, whose team last year won the championship, end quote. In 1894, after four teams in the Amateur Hockey Association of Canada tied with a record of five wins and three losses, there was a need to deal with who would be the champions and earn the cup. No tie-breaking system was in place at the time in the league. The Montreal Gazette reported, The hockey men were in session last night, and they had important business to transact. It was no less than the discussion of the conditions which will in future govern the Hockey Championship of Canada as typified by the cup donated by the last Governor-General of Canada and entitled the Stanley Cup. Quote. After a long negotiation, a three-team tournament would take place between the Montreal Victorias, the Ottawa Hockey Club and the Montreal Hockey Club. The Quebec team had withdrawn from competition. The first Stanley Cup game was played on March 17, 1894 between the Montreal Hockey Club and the Montreal Victorias at Victoria Rink. The Montreal Hockey Club won Game 3-2. The ice conditions were described as not good according to most reports, but the game was considered to be exciting nonetheless. The Montreal Hockey Club had no one of note on the team, despite their dominance against other teams. As for the Montreal Victorias, they had future Hall of Fame player Mike Grant, Who is regarded as the first defenseman to rush forward with the puck. Although his first season was 1894, and he was still a rookie when he played in the first Stanley Cup playoff game. Things would work out for him, though. From 1894 to 1902, his entire playing career, he would win the Stanley Cup five times with the Montreal Victorias. On March 22nd, the Montreal Hockey Club played the Ottawa Hockey Club for the Stanley Cup. The Ottawa Journal states, quote, the ice was not very bad, although there was some water on it. Perhaps this assisted the Ottawas, as on keen ice the Montrealers are thought by many to be the faster team. However, that may be, the ice last night was good enough for the very best hockey, and the very best hockey was shown. Quote. Many Montreal fans were in the building to show their support for the team, but the Ottawa fans were in greater numbers, cheering on their team in the hopes it would capture this new trophy. Ottawa would take the lead at the 12-minute mark of the first period, but within minutes, Montreal evened the score. The Ottawa Journal stated, quote, The cheering at this nearly raised the roof, end quote. The score settled at 1-1 after the first period. The Ottawa Journal continues a description of the game, stating, quote, So far, the game had largely been defense for Ottawa. The queer turn that now was to come was that Ottawa should gain the better of the play and lose the match, The famed Montreal luck was to come in strong. The second period was a wild affair. At one point, Sam McDougall was laid out when his head hit a stairway projecting out onto the ice, while another player got cut so bad on the wrist that a doctor had to sew it up before he could go back on the ice. The Ottawa Journal continues, Young and Kirby were simply phenomenal. Young, in the opinion of many, put up the finest defense game ever to be witnessed in hockey. He was everywhere and always in the right place. Nothing could pass him if he had half a chance at it. Kirby was the star of the forward lines on both sides. End quote. By the end of the second period, though, Montreal was up 2 1. The Ottawa Journal continues quote, On resuming play, the most desperate hockey of the night was shown, with the Ottawas still having slightly the call, but a quick side lift by Barlow at a sharp angle twittered through the goal a couple of minutes later, and Ottawa's chance was gone. The men from the capital played up gallantly, still but could do nothing in the few minutes that remained, and time was called without another score. It is actually Barlow who is credited as having the first Stanley Cup winning goal in hockey history. Barlow would be given a ring for winning the Stanley Cup, which is now on display at the Hockey Hall of Fame. With the game ending 3-1, the Montreal Hockey Club repeated as Stanley Cup champions, taking the first ever Stanley Cup series played for the Cup. The Ottawa Journal writes, quote, Thus ended the most exciting hockey season on record, and one which has established the game in Canada in popularity only second to lacrosse. The Montrealers, by their victory, win both the Hockey Association Cup and the Stanley Cup. End quote. Once again, the Montreal Hockey Club had no one of future note, but Ottawa had Harvey Pulford, who would eventually be one of the first nine people inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 1945. He would play his entire career at the Ottawa Hockey Club, which would become the Ottawa Senators, the first hockey dynasty. He was the captain of the team when it became the Ottawa Silver Seven and won the Stanley Cup in 1903, holding it for three straight years. The Montreal Hockey Club would hold on to the Stanley Cup until 1896, when the Winnipeg Victorias unseated them as champions. The Stanley Cup would eventually be awarded to professional teams, and in 1926, only teams in the NHL would compete for it. And while that original trophy was only 7 inches, it is now 36 inches and weighs 35 pounds. The trophy, of course, has become a treasured national icon of Canada, and it all began with that first Stanley Cup series. I hope you enjoyed that, well, relatively short episode, but if you did, please leave a rating and review. If you like, you can email me at craig at canada You can find me on Twitter, my handle is craig baird, C-R-A-I-G-B-A-I-R-D- and I'm on Instagram at bardo37. As well, again, if you want to support the podcast, you can for as little as $3 a month. Just go to patreon.com slash Canada EHX. And you can donate to the podcast by going to CanadaEHX.com and clicking donate. And I also want to thank all of my wonderful patrons. And I apologize if I get any names incorrect. Sarah White, Tom McMillan, Mike Sullivan, Wendy Mills, Keelan Prignitz, Michael Matthews, Joanna Parker, Jeff Dahl, Bobbs, Robert Page, Richard T, Colin Johnson, Jeff Hershey, Kyle Murray, Steve Pakin, Matthew Garthot, Lionel Romaine, Dr. Bob Turner, Randy Hayden, Doug Campbell, Reg W, Deborah Carlson, Francis Helbling, Nixon Ree, Shannon Marshall, Clinton Martinez, Dimitri Shove, Aaron O'Hara Myers, Robert Dunseeth, Todd Casey, Catherine Roy, Luke S, JP Bear, Jason Hall, Phil Maynard, and Iris Gray. Information from Canadian Encyclopedia, Biography, Wikipedia, NHL.com, History.com, and the Montreal Gazette, and the Ottawa Journal. Thanks, and we'll see you again next time.